Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Greetings, Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to our frequency. The topic today is UFOs and aliens. We're going to do a flyby and chat about our beliefs as well as personal experiences. You're tuned in with the crew of Oh, Gee, I think I heard a UFO outside the podcast. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for that, sir. You know, I think we're going to start off today and have Miss Rowe pull a card for us from her very special deck, the Mystic Martian Oracle. Do you hear those cards of Shefflin? What do you got for us, bro? Ooh, that looks very sexy. All right. I don't know. No, we're using it. it. (laughs) We're using it. She called her lip erotica and sensuality. So with the planetary like alignment right now, this is definitely what we're going into is like, getting more in touch with and this has come up with so many clients lately you know of getting in touch with that sacral chakra well and two when two were coming off of friday the 13th was just a couple of days ago and it's the divine feminine so very sensual time i have a moonstone in my pocket right now which is supposed to help you connect to the divine feminine and or are you just happy to see me honey both (laughs) (laughs) but as we're recording this you know it will come out later obviously but as we're recording this we are almost exactly a month away from valentine's day too Mm-hmm. So, like, love, erotica, sensuality. And I got, this has been a theme with me recently, at least, is the relationship with myself and like loving myself. And Miley Cyrus, shout out, girl, um, <laughs> just came out with a new song called Flowers. And I love her. We're the same age. I've like followed her since she was on the Hannah Montana show. Is Dolly and your godmama? She is. She's my very godmama. But in the song, Miley said, it's talking about like her divorce and everything with her ex-husband. This is going to be very quick. It's not too much of a departure from the aliens. But um, mm-hmm. the relationship with herself, she talks about how she didn't want to fight. She didn't want to leave. And she almost starts to cry. And then she remembers that she can buy herself flowers. She can take herself out dancing. She can hold her own hand. And I like just, I'm in a very, you know, happy and healthy marriage. But it made me cry. And I was like, this is just so beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. to, to focus on loving yourself. Well, and just because, just because you're in a relationship, a lot of times we end up losing ourselves in it yes. and you don't really have to have, you can have both. You don't have to have one or the other. You can, Absolutely. you just have to keep, but you have to put effort, just like you have to put effort into your external relationship. You have to put effort into the relationship with yourself too. Yeah. I love y'all. Exactly. Now let's not get dirty, Cam. Pull yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the blanket up so you can't see <laughs> So Rosalie felt really uncomfortable with that. She thought we need to have another card. So she drew the same card twice. Are you serious? Yeah. So it was alchemy, the philosopher's stone, and the color is green. And I can't tell you how much we have been talking about the color green before we start the episode. Yeah. So what are the the highlights of this card? Before Um, we get into that, I loved in the the Nagas, the first card that was pulled. We'll have to include a picture in the show notes because the tails twined together, it goes around. I don't know if you guys noticed the colors of the different in-body chakras. And the green one is behind the 14 Nagas. So it's really interesting that that's hidden 
with the card and the color mm-hmm. green has been coming up so much today. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what are the highlights? Not the whole message. What are the highlights on the next page of this? So the highlights are transcendental, time, space, infinity, shifting perceptions, new beginnings, change, destiny, magic, ascended consciousness, cooking, chemistry, transformations, transmutation, and metamorphosis. I like that. I really connect with the cooking and the transformation and because like in chemistry, because cooking is a type of chemistry and you are transforming your body with the food that you eat. It's yeah. alchemy. Mm-hmm. 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 Which is the original form of chemistry. So that's really cool. Yeah. That's nice. really cool. So yeah. I'll tell a quick story about the green this morning. I mean, I have more green stories, but the, <laughs> the most recent green story, excuse me, this morning I woke up at like, 6 30 it was still dark outside and i kept looking towards i was looking towards my doorway because we have a light from upstairs that shines down and i kept seeing this green color form and it was fairly large and it was forming by the door and then it would kind of go away and then form again and go away and so i sat up and i was looking like the hell is that and it would form again as i was intentionally trying to look at it and then go away and i was like okay and i top of my head was just buzzing which usually happens whenever there's some sort of spiritual activity and so then when we come together to talk about ufos and the color green this morning i feel like i was totally getting like a a flyby by somebody this morning Mm -hmm. so that was pretty weird yeah that is really cool my story is very quick this week but related to the color green a while back, and I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but texted you all about it and was like, what the actual hell? But I had I, what felt like a dream one night in the house that Christian and I used to live in. And I was laying in the bedroom, or excuse me, laying on the bed in the bedroom. And there were two windows in this bedroom. There was one right to the left of me and then one at the foot of, like, you know, the other side of the wall, but at the foot of the bed. And both of the windows in the dream filled up with this bright, like fluorescent green light and it drowned out the room. And it feels like this vibration sound and it just kept getting closer and closer. And my whole body ended up vibrating like insanely. And I'm in the dream or whatever it was, the abduction. I am opening my mouth to scream, almost like sleep paralysis, you know, like where you're trying to wake up, but you're not able to wake up or you just feel stuck. So I'm screaming to wake up and I can't and my whole body is vibrating all over and I'm being lifted up off of the bed. So it's just me floating up off of the bed, my entire body vibrating in this like sea of green. And I see Christian beside of me. I see the dogs in their bed on the floor and it almost gets to be like painful with how high the vibration has gotten in my ears. And then I slam back into my body and wake up. And when I wake up, I'm still vibrating all over. And so when I told Christian, he was like, first you summon in demons, you got your witch rocks in your pocket constantly, and now you're bringing in the aliens, you know, and he's, he's very into aliens and extraterrestrial stuff and space and whatever. But, but I think we all need that little bit of person to do the, I for don't know, sure. the okay, let's ground us for a moment. And then right, go have right, fun. right. Yeah, that little, little right. poke at the. Right. Devil's advocate, earth science, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, so I don't know. That was really interesting. That it does seem like the color green is quite a theme, as the mm-hmm. green from Rosalie's mic is like shining in my face right now. Little green and men off a spaceship. Mm-hmm. That's right. Camille is wearing a green sweater today and earrings. I'm feeling the vibe, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes, channeling her inner, inner alien. Yes. So, so, 
so Rosalie, I know your family is from New Mexico, and I know they have a lot of stories to tell. And you've told me some of the stories, and I have some stories too from weird, the weird shit that has happened. So, do you have a story you want to share with us from your your family lineage, family story? Oh, I've got lots of stories. <laughs> the crazy thing is, I have had a fascination with extraterrestrials, alien. Since I was a little kid, I'm not sure where it came from because I haven't actually had my own experience. But I just, and it's like, I know they're there kind of thing. But as a child, my dad grew up on a ranch in northern New Mexico. And he was out, they sent him, as, as evening comes in, they have to bring the sheep in and put them in the corral because the coyotes in the are out there and they, you know, they're easy prey, sheep are easy prey. So they sent my dad, and I, I guess he was about five years old, six years old, and it wasn't a big thing. You know, kids had chores. That was the ranch life. Yeah. Sent my dad out to bring the sheep in, He and his, he's going out into the pasture wherever they were grazing to bring them back. He says, in the distance, I guess you would call it a caldera. There's these dips in the landscape landscape that they're either from where the bison used to lay down as a herd and they've worn them down, mm -hmm. or the antelope, because there's a lot of antelope and elk and things out there. But it was like this dip in the landscape, and he's, he's climbing up out of the dip. He says there was a bush in the distance. Uh, there's a lot of sagebrush and then yeah. that kind of thing, skeet. And he said the bush was glowing. And they don't have fireflies in northern New Mexico, because this is very close to the Colorado border. And he's like, he's like, wait a minute. Why is that bush lit up? You know, here's this, <laughs> what the heck? And he says, all of a sudden, as he got closer, he says the hair on the back of his neck stood up. And he was like, he wanted to freeze. But he knew his responsibility was to get those sheep in before it got dark. Yeah. So he just kept going forward, wondering what it was. And everything inside of him was saying, run. <laughs> the sheep will be fine. <laughs> yeah, they can fend for themselves. <laughs> and he says, when he got close to the bush, he says, all the lights just scattered and dispersed and took off and he said he started running and you know he got the sheep and got him back at home and you know he got back and told the story to his parents and they were just looking at him like what okay whatever and you know just discarded yeah. the story but it's imagination of a yeah, child imagination yeah. of a child right. this was a bad weird today right this was a bad idea right <laughs> yeah so anyway that was his first experience and then he related a story with his dad and my grandfather and my great uncle. They were out again on the ranch and they saw, so their land has an arroyo. I don't know if you know what an mm -hmm. arroyo is. It's like a kind of like a little Grand Canyon that forms from the water drainage from the hills that they live in and stuff. And over time, it feels, it makes a big like crevice in the ground. So in the distance they saw these two lights approaching the ranch and of course this was before the, at the ranch there was no electricity no running water i mean it was an outhouse they had a, a well to pump the water and so everything was kerosene lanterns and a battery operated radio out on the ranch they did you know had their vehicles of course trucks and stuff it's the middle of nowhere new mexico y'all mm -hmm. yes wagon mound for those who may know where it is off i-25 but anyway <laughs> They saw these two lights in the distance, a car approaching the ranch. So they're out in the middle of nowhere, obviously. And they're like, wait a minute. Those lights just went through the arroyo. 
what the heck? So we're going to go investigate. So my uncle and my grandfather got on their horses and started chasing these lights. And they were going all over the place. And they said um, they chased them for a while. And they were doing all these weird things that obviously a car could not do. Right. And going over hills and through fence lines. They had a lot of barbed wire fence to contain their livestock. And they said, and then they disappeared. But at one point, they said the horses were like, we're done with this. The horses started like pulling back and like fighting them. We're not going forward. We're going back to the ranch. The horses didn't want to have anything to do with it. So that was their experience. I mean, so the animals were like, hell no. Yeah. So like, they, we'll leave you here. We're going yes. right. to So they turn back around. That's a good indicator. Yeah. So that's some of the experiences they've had. Wow. This is Brenda Sue. I had an experience out in Sedona, Arizona. I was out there for a retreat back in 2012, the winter of 2012. And it was a place, I don't know if I should name the place. I'm not sure it's still functioning with the same name, but. It's out in the middle of nowhere outside of Sedona. And literally, like, there's no light out there. And I drove into this place at night, and you could see the Milky Way. I mean, the stars. Oh, we opened up the door, and I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then I get to this retreat, and it's a spiritual retreat. Two of my good friends were hosting the retreat. And we get there, and they're running out the door with a scorpion and a cup. And I'm like, oh, hell to the no. I'm not doing no scorpions. This is Arizona's version of Paddle Faster. I hear banjo Exactly. Music. <laughs> <laughs> so we're staying, the, our little retreat group is staying in a house on this retreat center, which is basically like a woo-woo place that has nothing on it. And we were doing a spirit circle one night. So all the lights off are off in the house. And there's literally, you can see, you can't see your hand in front of your face. It's so dark because there's no, like, outside light. No ambient light to... No, yeah. it was nothing. And we're sitting there, and I'm like, Whitney, do you see that in the window, that green light? It looks like an alien. And everybody in the room saw what looked like a green alien head in the window, like, peeking in on us. I don't know what it was doing. Um, and I think that night was a long night for them because there was all kinds of like spiritual activity. But the weirdest feeling out there, you felt like you were being watched the entire time. Like in my mind's eye, I could see things standing all on the mountaintop because we were kind of down in a valley. And we went out one night to go up to like the retreat center main building. And it's pitch black out there. Like you get the starlight. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And... There was like this moment where there were shadows that went over our heads and there was no sound, no nothing. So I look up and I see the shape of like these triangle shaped black, big shadows, but there's zero noise. Right. I mean, it could have been a military aircraft, like something like that. But I don't know. It was absolutely insane. And that place had some crazy activity because I think they... Kind but of pulled it, was, it in be, with yeah. their energy. The people it was, on the it place. was what you saw was totally dark. No lights, no, no nothing. It no. was just the shadow and it was like a triangle shape. Yeah. And it went over us really fast or two of them. It was like, pew, pew. but there was mm. no noise. This mm. makes me think of, I don't know if any of y'all have seen it, but it's the movie. It's directed by Jordan Peele. It's called Nope. 
like N-O-P-E. Have y'all seen it? <laughs> okay. Nope. Nope, sure haven't. <laughs> so to y'all here in the circle and to those of you at home, I highly recommend checking it out. It is, I guess, technically considered horror, but it's there's nothing like gory or gruesome or bloody in it, but it's about this UFO sort of that is basically surveying this farm out in the middle of nowhere. I can't remember if it's New Mexico, Arizona, it's somewhere out in the West. And the people start to see it. And so it shuts down like technology and the the animals start freaking out. It's very, very interesting. And it has like a weird, like almost like M. Night Shyamalan kind of twist. But yeah, it's very, very good. And let me think about this conversation you're having. And this, I don't know if you were wanting to tell this story or if it's even related, but I remember hearing a story as a kid. And because, you know, me and Brenda Sue Jean Jolene Louise the third go way back. We have family. We have family, y'all. She was there when I popped out the womb. I'm just kidding. Probably not. But, you know, she was there. Anyways, I remember hearing this story and I don't even think it was from you. I feel like I remember like my dad, who is Brenda's brother, talking about it or something, maybe not like in a bad way, but just like saying like, yeah, this is what Brenda saw. And I'm like, what the hell is going on at Brenda's house? <laughs> but it was where you guys lived, where you had like the the being that we talked about on a previous episode that you guys like buried in the backyard and stuff like the, the Colleen and Drew. I'm, yeah. I'm, and maybe I'm misquoting. I don't know. So no, if it's not. I'm going to tell the story. Oh, are you? Okay. Mm-hmm. About the two beings that came oh, yeah. in and it was. Okay. Go yeah. ahead. Because I, I remember that as a kid hearing it, not from you. Really? Yes. Like still to this day. And I had this image of what that looked like from the screen or the iPad or whatever it was. And then it going blank. Um, That's so interesting because I don't remember telling my brother about that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I might have because I was like freaking out. Yeah. About it. yeah Probably yeah. telling is like. You won't believe what we caught on camera. Right. I remember him set talking about it and he, you know, my dad is, I mean, we've talked about it, like changed so much throughout the years, mm-hmm. you know, has become a lot more like open-minded and just like open to things in general. But I feel like during that period of time, it would have been like. Weird. Yeah. Like weird or just like strange or like, oh, isn't this interesting? But I remember. Brenda's a little bit touched. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, we all know that. <laughs> right. But, but I remember hearing about it as a kid and thinking like, oh my gosh, that's wild. Like, and so cool and crazy. But he wasn't, there was no like judgment or like any sort of negativity in his tone. He was just speaking it as fact. And, you know, isn't this interesting that Brendan and Jesper experienced this type thing. And I remember overhearing him talk about it and being really freaked out and I couldn't sleep that night. And I pictured exactly (laughs) what he was describing and still can picture it. So anyways. Well, I can see it in my mind like it was yesterday. Yeah. Even though this would have been back in 2009 or 10, probably. Okay. So how old would you have been then, Aaron? I was in high school. That was around the time. I think that might have even been the year that my parents separated. Okay. So. It might have been a little bit before that. I yeah. can't really remember, but it was during that time we were living in the house. Yeah. We moved in there in 2006. Because I came to the house a couple of times. Like, you guys have, like, gatherings or family mm-hmm. things. So I remember, the, I remember the house that you're talking about. So we were living in, like, a ranch-style house, and it was here in the community that I live in now. And this house had so much spiritual activity. Like, I can't even tell y'all all the things that happened. I should write a book about all the shit that happened in the house. Just maybe don't give those neighbors a copy. Right. <laughs> I'm very curious if the people who live there now experience anything. Or if that was just all for us to, like, wake up and, sure. you know, see things. So we would hear all these crazy sounds and the kids were experiencing all these things. So we thought, well, you know, that was in the webcam days. So I was like, let's put a webcam. And we had a... Mac Mini, like the little things that you hooked up as yeah. like a little computer. Mm-hmm. So we had that hooked up to the TV and we put the webcam on and we said, we'll do like a time lapse video during the night and yeah. just, you know, 
probably won't catch anything. Let's just see what happens. The original paranormal activity, if right? You will. Okay. <laughs> and so we left a little light on. I think maybe in the kitchen, like the light over the microwave. You know those little lights. And so we got up and looked at. Well, I think Jasper got it before me. He looked at it and he was like, "Well, you might want to look at it. It was some weird stuff." <laughs> <laughs> and so, literally, like coming from the hallway up into the living room and into the kitchen. There were these two beings, and you could measure them, like, their height based on the furniture that was in the room. And one would look like the Tin Man mm-hmm. from Wizard of Oz. Like a helmet, looked like metal body. The other one looked like more of a female. Had the bulbous head that was, you couldn't really see it because it wasn't really bright, bright. But, it, like, the shape of a helmet yeah, is the only way I can describe it. And she was wearing, which I'll say it's a she, could have been a he, I don't know, maybe they're sexless, wearing like this red dress that was very narrow at the waist, kind of came in at the waist, went all the way up to the neck and down to the wrist and had like a, almost like a button pad on the wrist that was outlined in gold. So almost like, yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's where they got the idea. Right. But it was like buttons that you would push to do things was my impression of seeing it. And so I showed this to a few people and was telling people about it because I was like, this is so crazy because they came down our hallway, went into the kitchen, like in regular every five second increments of the thing. And then it was like they flashed out because I don't know if they realized that they were being watched on the webcam and they were like, peace out, y'all. And they got out of there. So we had that. It was like, you know, we had it. It was on our little computer thing. And I started showing people, and I shit you not, people, we had the lightning rods. I mean, this house was built probably in the 70s. You know, the lightning rods across the top of the house? Mm -hmm. Lightning ran into our house and blew up that computer and that TV where we had that stored. Mm -hmm. So we completely lost it. People were able to see it before that, right? Yeah. When you were showing that? Okay, cool. Yeah. And it was like, okay, that is not coincidental. Mm-mm. They totally orchestrated that because my daughter, Colleen, she would see stuff all the time. And she described those, like seeing small people out of the corner of her eye all the time, standing in our dining room or standing off to the side like they were observing what was going on yeah. in our household. Not having known about the video, right? Like she right. wasn't aware. This like was she... before the video. Oh, that I She see. would describe seeing the little people standing around. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I totally think it was them. They had been there watching us for some time. Wow. They were doing a, a college science pro- psychology problem. Right. They're just uh, observing humans. Right. right. In their natural okay. environment. Right. We'll, we'll make a study out of them. Okay, what if we what if we fuck with them a little bit? <laughs> right. Well, speaking of fuck with them a little bit, let's take a quick break, refill whatever you're sipping on, and join us for the second half of this conversation about woo-woo, UFOs, aliens, and Rosalie's people. We'll be right back. (laughs) All right. And welcome back, guys. So if you're with us for the first half of the discussion, which why would you randomly tune into the second half crazies? You would understand that we were talking about little people and not humans. So speaking of little people and Brenda and Ro, we've kind of shared and discussed some stories about y'all's kids seeing or experiencing small people or small beings. And I think that's really interesting because what are the odds that not only you would see them, but your kids would too. And maybe thinking about like shared DNA or, you know, all sorts of things. The mind, the mind can go in different places when it relates to this. But Ro, I know you had a story about 
both of your kids, Rylan and Allie, experiencing little people when they were young, right? Do you want to kind yeah. of tell a little bit about that? Yeah. So Brenda's daughter, Colleen, saw little people around the house. And I, Allison, told me that when she was little, it must have been about five, six years old. She says that little people would gather around her bed at night and she would try to scream for help. Mom, they're here. Help me kind of thing, but nothing would come out. So it was like she was experiencing sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. or something, but she was literally terrified and they would come regularly. And at this point, you know, I wasn't sure what was going on, but um, to this day, she sleeps with the lights on. She has to have TV or music in the background. And prior to recording the podcast today, I said, Fill me in again, you know, when you were little and you told me that the little people were around your bed wanting to talk to you and things. She's like, what? And it's like, I said, you told me when you were little that these people would gather around your bed. So I have a feeling that she's blocked it because she does not remember telling me. And then the kids would tell me, both of them, that the shadow man was in the house. Mm. And I've heard it when I'm alone to this day, somebody walking up and down the hallway in our house upstairs and they described him as a a man with a top hat or a bowler type hat mm-hmm. you know the old-fashioned with the little bow tie kind of like a colonel sanders type tie you know the little string t- tie kind of thing and just pacing up and down the hallways in the house so that's probably a spirit that's yeah. spirit yeah. energy that's a spirit, that's a spirit the energy probably but you know the the kids, when they were younger, had brought all this to my attention. Sure. So it was like, okay. So did Allie ever describe what the little beings the looked big, like? Bulbous heads, the uh, big eyes, the big alien eyes kind of thing. So like the typical gray typical kind of gray description. Alien. But, you know, I wonder sometimes, too, if our, you know, maybe they don't look exactly like that, but our mind has seen that picture. So when we see something that's familiar to that, our brain assigns it that particular form, even though that may not be exactly what they look like. It's just what our mind is comfortable with. That's like the language we know how to use to describe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But as a four or five year old, I didn't expose my kids to alien movies or any of that, you know, kind of thing. So it's interesting that people describe this thing the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with no other reference Images or points. Right. Okay, so do we want to go down the conspiracy rabbit hole? Yes, sure. uh-huh, I mean, Cassandra, not? Caroline. Yeah. Not on this podcast. I'm no, so no, no, sorry. No, not no. in my Christian we don't, home. We don't do that here. Go on. But seeing as how a lot of people who experience those kind of things, you know, see the bulbous head, even like what you saw was green outside the window. It was mm-hmm. still was like a similar shape, a similar right. size. Could that be like a throwback? Like we were ta- you're talking about the DNA. Like, could that be like a genetic memory mm-hmm. like maybe that's not at all. maybe what we're seeing is an energetic being but you have like the genetic memory and that's why everybody kind of experiences the, the energies thing. of that frequency uh, kind of quote unquote the same way right or a very similar way like ali was having a that's family possible. reunion around her bed them mm-hmm. little things had the potato salad <laughs> had the cornbread you know, banana, salad, to, banana, banana salad banana salad way in texas hill um southern aliens southern aliens yeah i'm just playing but yeah yeah, so that's a really um, interesting thing to think about, Chandra. Yeah, that's good insight. But since you mentioned genetics, a lot of indigenous origin stories talk about star people that they came from the stars. Yep. 
and they were put here on the earth to do things. So, who knows? Who knows? Get down to it. We are all cosmic dust. So, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Another one bites the dust, if you will. My question is, um, and I don't know if this is like something that you, because we haven't like talked about this since, but I know a couple of the Wu crew or a few of you guys went to um, the forest recently on a full moon to kind of communicate with some other, oh, I'm seeing a lot of clutched pearls. I'm seeing a lot of church lady purse lips. We do not have to share. We don't have to share. But Chameleon Air, myself and Alexandra were not there. So it was, right? It was Roe, Brenda, and Kachandra Caroline. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen, like, they put some photos up where we could see them and like some video recordings of things that they kind of saw and experienced. Can y'all like, or do y'all want to speak to that at all? I don't mean to put people on the spot like Wendy Williams, but I just thought it probably lends itself to some interesting well, things. Well, I mean, we can share what we experienced because we still don't have, we, we, don't we can't say definitively what, sure. mm -hmm. what or, or when. Right. But um, I mean, when, we know that we were <laughs> out there. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, like cosmically when, sure. right? But, we we went to the place where Brenda and Roe and typically do hikes and things. Yeah, and Brenda had experienced or, or felt like blue beings, mm -hmm. and I had recently had a a reading done with the um, beautiful Melissa Sparrow, who has been yes. I guess on our show. Shout out Melissa, and um, she conveyed to me that in a previous life I'd been Palladian, mm. and so as soon as Brenda said blue beings, I was like. I got to go there. Get like it up like a Las Vegas nightlife. Yeah, like it, like it was like, you know, the, the chills and like just the like gut feeling like I need to be in that place. Yeah. And um, so that's when we decided to, you know, go out there on the full moon and see what we could oh, see. Um, the forest. A bunch of witches and warlocks. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and I mean, we, we got to the place where, where this had been experienced. And, you know, we just kind of stood there and. You know, to, to, what are you going to feel? What are you going to see? Sure. And yes, it was a full moon, but we were kind of standing like it, the ridge was coming down from one side and then it flattened off where the trail was. And then it kind of continued down a little bit. Yeah. And there was a cluster of trees. And yes, the moon was coming through the trees, but there was this spot that just glowed a blue light and it would get brighter and dimmer. Mm -hmm. And when you looked at it through the camera... It looked very different than it did with your eyes. Like there were actually like pillars of light. That's what I saw down. in the video that you guys shared was it looked like, I was like, what are all these tall ass blue people? You know, like mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever. And I realized you could see that it was trees because it's nighttime. You know, your camera, or the phone on your camera can only capture so much, but it did. It look like tall blue light, mm -hmm. like with each gap that went through when and I was we, watching it. Rosalie was not using the flash either. Right. right. No flash, no light. We had our headlamps off. There was no light but the moonlight. And it was bright. And, but and that was were, early when we were out there. So it wasn't like the moon was high in the sky and like it wasn't really pitch built, black yet. You know, it was, it was well, probably, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bright as it could be. Oh, I see. You yeah, know, yeah, because yeah. The, the moon was still so we were out there up. early evening. It was like six, seven o'clock. It wasn't uh, yeah. late. Yeah. And where the blue light was, was the opposite. The moon was to my back. So it wasn't uh, the moon like coming through the trees. Right. It's because the moon was to my back. Right. And we stood there for a long time and like tried to debunk like we played ghost hunters. We tried to debunk we, <laughs> tried, to de call? <laughs> we tried to debunk it like right. like looking at the angle that the where the you know where the moon is out. and the angle it's coming through the trees sure. and could it even be hitting the spot? And we did our best to make sure that like are we talking ourselves into this or right. is yeah. this really an experience? Right. Yeah. Cause I'm a very logical person. I feel like, and I try to, 
Like, see, is there a physical reason for this? Right. But sometimes I think you just have to trust and mm-hmm. just go with what you're getting because that's. Right. And I mean, it didn't, it never felt threatening. Right. And I can't even really convey like what kind of feeling that right. I had. It was just, there was just energy. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. But the kind of comforting thing is Brenda saw something else that is something that we have considered to be like watchers and protectors, like in those woods, yeah. kind of like a, she described it to me as kind of like a Sasquatch looking I saw that with kind of shadow. Okay. It was probably about the height that we were, and it was probably 20 feet from me at the max. Wow. And it was not a dense area for us. It wasn't like it was, you know, the moon, the clouds, and, you know, it was the shape of a Sasquatch-looking shadow. But did you feel like protection or like Mm -hmm. a comfort with them being there? Well, I've been out there with them before, and the time that we were out there, was it was in the daytime, but... I didn't see it, but I'd sensed it like on a ridge on mm-hmm. like the, like yeah, yeah, yeah. across the creek on the other side, just kind of watching. And I told Brenda, like, I'm feeling like there's something over there. I feel like it's fairly large mm-hmm. and I feel like it's watching us. And she's like, oh, yeah, they're the watchers. They, they, you know, they make sure that we stay safe in the woods or whatever. The watchers available now on Netflix. <laughs> just getting yeah. different show. But just, you know, if it's just like like caretakers or guardians or right, whatever right. of the of the woods and what's in it and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And so. I have always been fascinated by Sasquatch Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I was born in 72. And so, like, you know, Patterson Gimlin had just, like, released the file, you know. Right. And so I'm standing there, and I'm kind of jealous because I'm like, and I start, like, thinking in my head, I've loved you my whole life. Can you show yourself <laughs> show yourself Yes. And so as I'm standing there, there are these two trees that do, like, a V, uh-huh. kind of, like, one big tree in front and these two a little bit to the back and you know i'm kind of of course i'm like scanning the woods where she saw the thing you know trying to see it too and um the gap between those trees just gets dark and i start seeing like two legs and i look to brenda and i'm like is there something standing right there rosalie's let's take a picture (laughs) of course let's get photographic (laughs) evidence but it's like as soon as everybody like started looking there it lightened up again like I knew it was being like focused mm-hmm. on. It was like, ah, I'm going to protect you. I asked you, ain't you ain't going to see me. me. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. That was really cool too. Yeah. And I had asked while we were out there if I needed to receive some sort of download for my highest and best good. Yeah. Love and light, you know, all of the protection because we called out protection before we went out there too. And these two were talking to each other. And I was like, y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? And they were like, what? I was like, it sounds like a beehive in my head. And it was literally like in my head, like loud. And it wasn't just like, oh, I hear something off in the distance. It was in my head and it was so freaking loud. And my crown chakra was like buzzing like crazy. Wow! And I tell you, since I came back from our little night walk, because I think we're going to go do it again. With all six of us this time. (laughs) My intuitive... Hits. And I feel like yours, too, with our woo-woo wisdom is much more heightened. Mm. So I don't know what happened out there, but we got some stuff out there. Well, and I agree with you. And this is only because of the download and, and the heightened thing. There was a local news story here around, around that time about a young man who had kind of disappeared on Christmas Eve. And he would FaceTimed his mother from a parking lot and said, I'm on my way home blah, 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 blah. And he never came home. And they didn't know, like, 
did he run away? Did he get abducted? Right. Did, you know, what happened? They're telling a news story on the TV. And I look at my husband and I said, he's in his car somewhere. I said, I feel like he's still in his car. I'm like, I wonder if they've like looked on the sides of the road. Like, are there ditches right. or stuff like where his car could be off the road? And I kid you not, that's how they found him. His car was upside down off the road. Unfortunately, he had passed away. Unfor- yeah. Yeah. Because it had been several weeks at that point. Right, right. But. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, just like sick to my stomach. Yeah. I mean, it has been. I was probably 15 or 16 the last time I had a hit like that. Where. Yeah. Wow. Just a matter of fact. So. So when we go into the woods, y'all. Get stuff ready happens. to level up, baby. Yeah, because I went out there yesterday. I felt like that urge, like, I have got to get out there. I've mm-hmm. got to go. And I felt a lot of communication from those same beings. And I felt like whether we tend to believe they're, you know, extraterrestrial from another right, right. another planetary situation, or maybe they're they're not of this planet. Like, I'm not saying yes. that they're UFO, that they're mm-hmm. alien. They could be angelic beings. They could yeah. be. But I feel like that something was shared. Oh, yeah. 100%. With us, with whatever frequency or whatever definition you choose to decide that they need to be called. But. Right. Yeah, because I feel like the planet, as we all know, is un, in a lot of unrest right now. Mm-hmm. And we're going through a lot of changes. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of external changes that people might not handle very well. And so we need to raise our vibration. Yeah. As much as possible, as often as possible. And I feel like those beings are here to help us yeah. evolve so that we don't all just implode and kill each other. Yeah. Well, and, and I feel like it's like kind of the opportunities that you look for. Mm-hmm. You know, like if mm-hmm. that is the path that you that you want to take, that you personally want to take, right. mm-hmm. then the offering of the help is there. Mm-hmm. Versus if it's not necessarily the path you want to take, then you don't really get presented with that opportunity. Right. And there's other yes. ways to raise your vibration. Oh, absolutely. Besides absolutely. talking to blue people, I mean. <laughs> but, but I mean, if that wasn't something that you were open to, then a different type of opportunity would right. probably yes. present itself to right. speak yeah. more to you and feel more natural and comfortable for sure. Which could be on a more physical level. Of, right. You know, helping people, helping kids teach them and like connect with them emotionally or, yeah. you know, whatever. There's another episode in there, how to raise your vibration. Yeah. All practical mm-hmm. steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we have any um, sex toy vibrator companies who are interested in sponsoring that episode, <laughs> let's by raise all means, our vibrations. Let's raise our vibrations. Hallelujah. Reach out. I'm just kidding. If you're offended, clutch your pearls and fast forward 15 more seconds. But, <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, I mean, this, uh, wherever think- these beans are from or whatever, it's kind of silly to think we're all alone in this big, vast universe. And I think in the egocentric, very Mm -hmm. egocentric, but I think that with the more and more sightings of these things and people are more willing to talk about it, I think on a global level, everywhere people are experiencing beings from somewhere else. We're being watched to see what we're going to do as a world because we've been in so much turmoil these last few years. And yeah, And I think we're being watched to see what's going to happen. You know, I was talking to a friend. Was it you, Erin? Or was it, I was maybe talking to a mentor of mine. And uh, we're like, just to put it all into perspective about how can we be the only things out there. I mean, we are a speck, less than a speck in the grand scheme of the cosmos. And if you think about single cell organisms on this planet, like they're like 
micro dust. Um, so we yeah. can't possibly be the only things out there. And yeah, I just, and there's probably a lot to learn from other people, but I always joke with my mom because she's um, Aquarian and very connected with external things. She'd always be the person she was like, I want to make first contact. <laughs> like, of course you do, mom. <laughs> but we were talking about it every once in a while because I think, I was like, you know, if there are aliens, other species, other beings out there, they probably have a giant red X over Earth saying, stay away from these bunkers. Yeah. <laughs> no idea well, what that's the exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And they will destroy everyone and themselves. But that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. It was just popped in my head when you were talking about we're being watched. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, it's like a dumpster fire down here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this, this they're is, their reality. This is like, this is like soap opera for them right we are the real housewives of new york city just joking just a little levity so anyway uh for those of you that do see things and have experiences we're not belittling anything because we've had those experiences and we would love to hear your stories share them with us and yeah i feel like we could do an episode like if people want to write in and share their stories we will share your stories yes Yes. if you have a story on our website, definitely go leave a comment on this episode's page and we will check them and, you know, share them if if you guys give us permission to do that. Okay, so yeah, you sure. don't want to yeah. share anything that you're not willing to share. Yeah. yeah I the, love hearing other people's experience. Oh, so do I. It just yeah. helps solidify that, you know, you haven't lost your mind. Right. Well, right. And it can help somebody else out there who's like, I can't say this. This is too weird. Or this yeah. is too something. Yeah. Like, oh, nobody yeah. else is. Right. This it's is the too similar. weird. This is the too weird podcast. Yeah, so absolutely. It's right. a safe, be as weird as safe want. place to share your stories, and there's no judgment. Let your weird flag fly. That's yeah. right. Yes. I think that's like the roots of why we started this podcast was to create a community like that. Because within the six of us, we found a safe place to share our experiences and feelings and things that we've gone through and, and seen or felt and felt validated in that. And I think that. Hopefully, our listeners feel the same way and and get met with excitement versus like yes, looking at you like you have you know yes three antennas right exactly yeah. okay. Ooh. so a question for those who have experienced or seen other beings do you know the names of those beings or species would you share that so then you know our listeners know what experiences you've had and if they have experience with other beings they can share that with us so we kind of know where we all stand mm-hmm. I'm not sure which specific beings are I'm connected to because during some energy work I have I'm apparently some kind of frog type being because I've had dreams of me swimming and having suction cups on my fingers you know as weird as that sounds so living in some kind of watery water planet planet Mm -hmm. um but I don't know what they're called right yeah when Melissa told me about the Palladian possibility it resonated very deeply with me and um, it took me years and years to get a name of a guide. But the mm-hmm. first name that I got was Ashtar. And Commander Ashtar is Palladian. Mm-hmm. So once I started putting you know, parts together, it kind of made sense. But I know that I've also also been fascinated and had dreams about Lyrans, like the lion-faced. Right. Um, so those are the two that I feel like I've connected with or experienced in some right. way. Awesome. Well, this was a fun episode. I can feel a part two coming on. How about you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think we all need to go out into the forest, and I encourage you guys to do the same safely. Safely. And let us know what you experience, because when you seek help or guidance or protection or some sort of energy upgrade, um, it's always there for us, and we'll kind of 
meet us where we are and not in a scary way so that you'll feel protected and safe and comforted. And uh, yeah, for the greater good of us all. Until next time, guys. See ya. See ya. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.